Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, June 8th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Cosmos Spaces, Cosmonaut Boot Camp, hosted by Tendermint Timmy. Let's take a listen. You guys seeing that Adam is only 727 USDC on JunoSwap right now? I hadn't seen that. That's crazy. What? Yeah, why is USDC? It looks like USDC is way off peg on JunoSwap because the little UI. <laughs> saying one atom is equal to 7.27 USDC, which is equal to $8.78. Huh. No more for today, please. Yeah. <gasps> oh, of course it all. Okay, I'm comparing. Okay, Osmosis has... Osmosis has almost the opposite. Osmosis is saying one atom is worth $8.78, but that's 9.38 USDC. Wait, is this the best ARV opportunity ever? Wait, what's... I think this is all just like... I just saw a tweet on this. I don't have any extra information for you guys. Let me try and find... Someone just posted a picture. Well, all I know is this. Outside of the API prices, <clears throat> one atom gets you 9.3 USDC on osmosis and 7.2 on JunoSwap. So... If you have USDC, buy Adam on JunoSwap, sell on Osmosis, make money, help the prices come to equilibrium. Huh. The only thing is, how do you... It's not a really good idea to send already bridged assets through other bridges. So like Axelar, USDC, you'd probably want to send it back to Axelar and then to JunoSwap, right? I don't know. All right, maybe... All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try this live. So... Let's, I have some E-Euro on Osmosis. Yeah, definitely. I sent you the co-host to me. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, okay, so let's just try like, I'll swap 50 E-Euro, 50 USDC. That seems right. Well, no, I guess. We can't, that's why. Is that why prices are all? Oh, that might be it. Because osmosis is down, right, which I just forgot about. Things are out of whack on JunoSwap, maybe. Well, if anyone has any USDC, not on osmosis, I guess, there's uh, a fire discount on JunoSwap right now. Let me see if it's other things or just... Uh, it's also check central exchange for like so what is Binance's place right now. This is not how the way I expected to open this space, so I apologize all, but things move fast in crypto. So okay, so eight dollars. It's a okay, it's not like a crazy discount. It's more so the price gecko. I mean <laughs> coin 
CoinGecko price feed. Who was, Eric, was that you that mentioned there's something going on with them? I wasn't aware of that. Or Greg? No, that wasn't me. So what's up with that? Are they just like having errors in their pricing API? Possibly. Oh, you're not sure? Just like maybe. Yeah. Well, the, the CoinGecko API is off a median, va- median value between all the exchanges. So maybe exchange one exchange just dumps liquidity or something. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I don't know who they're all hooked up with. I thought they, I thought they had like quick swap pairings and all sorts of non-cosmos stuff. So I have no idea. Okay. Well, not too good with percents, but it looks like there's maybe a 10 to 20% discount right now on at least Adam. Let's check. Uh, what else is like secret? Let's see. So, secret is one USDC pretty much in two cents. Uh, yeah. So, there's a discount on everything on JunoSwap. If you have USDC right now, you can get secret for almost like 30, 40% off, Atom for 10, 20% off. Uh, and as That's far a as pretty I'm big aware, difference. <laughs> and I, as far as I'm aware, like, definitely don't. Let me remove myself of all liabilities, unless there's some weird stuff going on, which is very possible. In theory, uh, you're supposed to participate and make money off this. It's how AMMs work, where prices will be brought to where they're supposed to be. So, like, yeah, I, I guess this just means there's an excess of USDC going into liquidity pools. Like, people are selling on Juno swap and not there's not enough arbitrage to bring the prices back in line, I guess. Um, I wish Juno swap had a dashboard, something like info.osmosis. That would be helpful right now. Uh, let's check. What's another coin that's on central exchanges? Akash. Let's see. Um, so Akash is trading on Kraken right now. Oh, uh, We'll find out after the capture. I don't trust the like Google price. Okay, thirty-five cents on Juno Swap, twenty-nine cents. So yeah, shit. I wish all my USDC was not uh, on Osmosis, as well as all of Sparks USDC grant money. Um, not in liquidity pools, luckily. But yeah, so I guess we don't need to go on this too much longer if anyone wants to pop up if like has questions about what i'm talking about or what's going on right now um definitely feel free to i guess i'll take this as the intro as the opportunity to do a more proper intro so uh every wednesday night at around this time i try and do these cosmonaut boot camps where it's just a general purpose like no questions too dumb anything you've been wondering about the week uh, during the week whether it's whether you're super new and you're just setting up wallets, want to know they work, or it's some project you've been looking into you don't quite understand. Um, this is definitely a Twitter space for you guys, so feel free to request to come up if you have any topics you want to talk about even. Um, yeah, maybe in particular this one, if anyone is uh, wants clarity on how to profit in this situation. It's real hard to have split, split brain. I don't just want to go into trading mode while I'm on a space, but also, what a discount. I think like secret is the, the heaviest. If you're a secret. You know what? You should you should you should uh, share your screen in the Spark IBC Discord, and people could watch. 
Oh, that's a really good idea. Yeah, I'll do that. Or uh, for anyone who's in there. What's up, Danny? How's it going, Mayor? Glad to get you up here. Thanks for accepting, Eric. Hey. <laughs> I looked at my phone screen. Um, pretty busy day, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Pretty nuts. Um, that's kind of wild. What's happening on Juno Swap? I didn't know that was going on. Um, so you're you're just thinking that for some reason the the pools are just the arbs are off, or it's just there's some. Yeah, it looks like either. So I mean, what it what it kind of seems like is so the way AMMs work, um, just like for everyone is. There's no order book, so like people aren't saying I'll buy AKT at this price or, or sell it at that price. Rather, there's just uh, an algorithm finding a balance where there's kind of 50-50 liquidity in each pool. So what this would imply to me is that a lot of money um, in Cosmos assets just got swapped into USDC on JunoSwap. That's not the only thing it means, so don't say I'm like saying someone has barely just dumped, but... Yeah, with the way AMMs work, it's like there is now a lot more USDC. For, for some for some yeah. reason, the pool the pools are not balanced are correctly. Off. Yeah, exactly. So let's let's take easy numbers for everyone. Let's pretend. Uh, what's that? That's about. Let's just pretend secret was worth a dollar right now, just to do really easy numbers. One dollar. Um, what would normally uh, happen is on something like Juno Swap or Osmosis and AMM. For every one secret in the pool, there'd also be one of a stable coin, so USDC in this price. If secret was two dollars, then there would be two of those stable coin for every one secret in the pool. So, seeing prices on Juno Swap um, lower than what they are in like Binance, for example, uh, implies to me that. Yeah, like there's some uh, break in the arbitrage circle. Or like, yeah, like yeah. the pool, the pools are not balanced. Just yeah, in, in more. <laughs> but it's kind of. I wonder if they're. I mean, GenoSwap has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with osmosis. So that there's no correlation there. <laughs> well, yes and no. Like no direct correlation, but. Uh, a lot of liquidity flows between them. And so the other thing is arbing, arbitraging, which is what is supposed to keep all AMMs balanced, to keep the pools balanced. Arbitraging right. a lot, uh, there's a, whenever there's a slowdown in time, it becomes less efficient. So for example, a really effective way to arbitrage is between two different pools on Osmosis or two different pools on Juno. Or two different exchanges, or two different exchanges. Like, yeah, I, no. I get. No, no. Just two different pools. Two different pools. The next level of most efficient arbitrage would be between two DEXs in the Cosmos. So something like Osmosis and JunoSwap. Then the third, okay. like, least efficient, and actually, if we go back to the first level, the most efficient, that would be between different trading pairs on the same exchange. But, like, the third level of most inefficiency is when you have to transfer between exchange and private wallets. Cause like I, I've tried to do arbitrage that way before and they yeah, like don't process your deposits and withdrawals right, right, right away. So JunoSwap's prices 
were kept in check partly by the easy arbitrage between osmosis and juno swap yeah which and because and because osmosis is down then that might be affecting that a little bit got it got it yeah um, yeah so does, does everyone know why I, I mean i know it was like 1 a.m this morning when the chain got halted but there was a bug in the what was it the v the v9 upgrade that went through yesterday on osmosis there was a bug that was found out on reddit and i'm sure if anyone's not in here familiar with it um you know the osmosis website you know they started posting that hey we found a bug chain's been halted and now everyone's complaining that decentralized finance is not that decentralized it's like what do you want them to do leave the chain running and let let the exploit happen like I don't get all these people on Twitter complaining. Yeah, I yeah. agree. It's ridiculous. Yeah, let, let's. I can, we can talk about that for a second, um, if people want. Like, because yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean yeah. that's pretty much what it. What's what happened? I mean, there was the V nine upgrade. For some reason, in pool number one, if you put ten dollars in, you could pull what fifteen dollars out or something like that if you didn't bond like that was the specific bug right yeah i think so yeah um and on the decentralization note like i think the better way to look at it the way to communicate to people who are like skeptical of all this is yeah the network being decentralized and the um protections that that gives are that no one or two or a couple valid have few validators could shut the chain down on their own. What happened was consensus that there was a big problem and everyone was like, okay, let's, let's pulled up on this. Um, and so in like, it's a little bit like the discussion of like, uh, our uh, votes in America being one-to-one with like our president versus going through the electoral college, like validators are sort of like our electoral college in a way where they're a smaller, more organized group. Because, like, imagine what is the alternative, right? For people that are skeptical, it's a governance proposal that takes how many days? Yeah, yeah, it's. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I, think it's it's, like, I think it's a beautiful thing to watch happen. It'd be wild. <laughs> yeah, th- th- this is the type of circumstance where you want very quick action. It's there. There was there was a software upgrade. There was a bug that was found. Thankfully, the guy on Reddit, whoever they were, Red Hat 629 or whatever their name was, you know, put it out there. And luckily, the Osmosis team jumped on it when they did. The thing could have went on for five hours and the pool would have been drained. So this, this, is, a, this, is, a, this is a instance where you want quick action. And like you said, everyone's in agreement. Shut it down. There's something is not right. I don't, I don't get the point. Like, what's the, I mean, what's the point in complaining? Like, I understand it's supposed to be decentralized finance, but this is one of the times when it's like, everyone's in agreement, shut it down. Right. Right. Yeah, no, I think so. I mean, it's, I think there is a conversation to be had here with both sides having fair points, but anyone who's just going to across the board kind of like, slander this as like they're not really engaged uh, interested in engaging in a real discussion because there, there's so many nuances and yeah and then and then also also like it's it's good that they shut it down within 15 minutes because from what i understand um 
a lot. I mean, that's a very large pool. A lot more could have got drained out. And so what's what's the deal? Have you heard? Have you been following some of the the threads with the validators? Like, do we we know? I mean, people were tracking down who trying to figure out who these wallets belong to. I guess two of the two of the people that were two of the wallets that were involved are saying they're going to they're going to give back the money because now the chains halted. Like, have you been following any of this? I haven't been able to keep up with everything. I've been I've been trying. I've had a very, very busy day. Um, but yeah, like I know. Honestly, if someone if someone else might want to speak on this, Gritz, I know you've been kind of plugged into chats and stuff. I know one validator fire fire come forward and said that, you know, they participated in this, drained some more liquidity than they should have, um, and that they're working with the ultimate. Yeah. Although I hear myself like very far delayed, which is weird. Um, But yeah, Gritz, do you want to maybe speak? Uh, Like you might have been staying more up to date than I have today. I've been in and out of meetings. Is there any update beyond like Firestake? Oh, we could hear you. Now we cannot. I'm not sure if you have any issues. Yeah, my my headphones died. But but yeah, apparently it was a validator from SIFChain. Make uh, know who the people are. Really? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't have too much insight for you there. And, and this this poses an interesting interesting question. Um, I think one of the, one of the YouTuber guys was interviewing um, a couple people earlier today. You know, and this is like a there's some moral questions here, like. If you walk up to an ATM and you you punch in um, withdraw uh, $50 and the ATM spits out $500, like <laughs> the morally correct thing to do is to walk into the bank and say, hey, you have a problem with your ATM. Correct? Correct. Has anything illegal happened? No. The person with withdrawing the money did not, did not, the person withdrawing the money from the ATM did not, comp- did not purposely compromise the ATM, the ATM was compromised to begin with. So there's a lot of, you know, legal lines and stuff, you know, that were being talked about. I, I think it was uh, um, the IBC channel YouTube guy was talking about. I actually made the same analogy, but with a bank deposit and you spending the money. If, if you spend the money, the bank's going to ask for it back. It's only because they know who you are, you know, and we know who these people are. Unfortunate for them. They, they made the ethical choice to basically commit fraud. Agreed. Know? Agreed. And so, so the, the, that that's a better analogy of of the deposit and the withdrawal because it's like if you do know who the person is, and you ask for the money back, so okay, return the money. You know, let's all let's be all be adults here, and you know, hopefully. You know, the software guys can learn from this and, you know, make sure they test this stuff out before making it go live. You I know, think I'm the sure most there were some tests done, you know, but it's like. I think the most incriminating thing probably is it actually going to an exchange, like a centralized exchange. That's a big deal. Yeah, that means, you know, you have the extra funds and you're trying to get it off off chain yeah. as quick as possible. Yeah, you have intent, right? Yeah, that is intent to get get while the getting's good. One one account I'd say to maybe like again I don't know details here I've been barely able to keep up but I saw Joe Abby uh, Jabby <clears throat> post something pretty interesting like some cool charting he had been working up uh, for 
charting as far as like those kind of interactive graphs that show money flow between chains and stuff. So I don't know if there's a new development on that, but he did some cool like on-chain tracking. Um, yeah, it's it's not like too surprising. I mean, so this conversation's come up before where there's a, a, an above zero likelihood that one or even more of the validators in in one or many of the active sets throughout the cosmos are have misintentions, have bad intentions. Uh, but just due to Tenderman and the way that they work, they haven't had any ability to act on those um, like wishes because they're kept in check by the other good validators. That's like possible beyond possible like i'm not saying i'm not pointing to anyone in particular but this kind of thing shows that so what what basically happened is an attack avenue opened up that did not require manipulating consensus meaning the code like technically allowed for what happened that's why it was a bug uh, as opposed to like a validator or any player being uh kind of bound by the rules of the chain which is why uh, this the, I say that because the place this conversation normally comes up is just in uh, like malicious actual validating processes like signing bad blocks or double spend transactions, things like that. Um, but that stuff's impossible because we have the consensus needed from all the other validators and the good outweigh the bad. But in a weird little way, something like this is maybe a silver lining because... Uh, it gives us an opportunity to notice who the bad actors are for a type of exploit that in the grand scheme of things is very recoverable from and very like manageable and was managed so far. It's seemingly pretty good. We'll, we'll see how it like, hap- I won't speak too much till it relaunches, but um, I hope that kind of makes sense. Like that angle of these people existed. If, if people are not going to return funds, they, we're going to do harm at some point, uh, a stealing, a theft of some amount of liquidity and funds while awful is better than like a total chain compromise or a, a theft of funds at a lower protocol level for something later down the road. So now while we're in a bear market, liquidity's thin. It's like at least this allowed us to potentially identify bad actors. Um, again, all potential, all maybe, but it's it's an interesting thing that has happened to say the least well the validator was it's called fire stake by the way stake underscore fire on twitter yeah yeah fire stake i wasn't sure if there was any updates beyond them so they put out a tweet that was saying like yeah we they had some explanation for it that i don't want to judge i don't care whether it's an excuse or real reasoning um like oh we noticed this we were kind of playing around you know we're only human we saw the opportunity to feed our families for a while kind of acted on impulse now we're like of course not what have we done we're working with the osmosis team to restore those funds get everything right again from our end but it's like sorry you got caught take take everything take everything at face value they might actually be sorry and um earning of some level of forgiveness or it could be that they only even posted that because they knew they were caught so like just take everything with a grain of salt remain skeptical remain rational and uh just hold people to the standards you know that we should in the cosmos until like hard evidence is presented otherwise 
Yeah. And, and, you know, I think, you know, it, it does bring up a lot of questions and, but in, in, in the end, um, yeah, it's, it's one of those things. It's like, <laughs> this is, this is crypto. It's the wild, wild West. You know, when you log into, um, osmosis frontier, you know, there's that big old long sign in information thing that no one reads and you just check the box and get in, you know, unless, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe, you. maybe 5%, maybe 2% of the people might read a couple paragraphs, <laughs> but oh, pretty, it's, a bunch of, it's a bunch of legal jargon that says, you know, don't hold us. You can't hold us liable if you lose funds. You know, we, that's what all these terms of service things are, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. A, a, that's an amazing point. Thanks for bringing that up. Like there, there are many DeFi protocols that don't even do that. So like the fact that you have agreed that using osmosis is a beta, like cutting edge on chain product, anything could happen. Um, slight update real quick. I'm still kind of trying to figure out some like arbitraging in the background. Here's another piece of the puzzle. Why the pegs probably off satellite.money is down, which is Axelar's bridge website. So don't know what's up with that. In fact, their Twitter right now. That can definitely contribute to obviously like uh, prices being effed up if the bridge between assets isn't. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to like uh, jack your point there, Mayor. I just saw that as you were talking. But the, the terms and service thing for sure is like a very big. Yeah. And, and it, it seems silly. No one reads it, but it's there for a reason. Yeah. Nobody sees the giant beta tag anymore. What'd you say? What'd you say? I couldn't hear you, Grits. No, nobody ever sees the giant beta tag everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Um, Which is partly, I think, the fault of developers worldwide, not just industry wide. Like whether it's um, Adobe products, video games, like things are in beta for like years nowadays, where you're just using them and you learn to literally ignore like beta being a tag like oh that's just what they call it like it's very annoying but um yeah nothing posted on axelar's twitter about them being down so yeah i get i guess over all in all like me reflecting on this i didn't i didn't realize it was even happening um until later in the day because um a lot a lot of people know i work night shift sometimes and so like i i sleep in and i didn't notice I didn't see it until um, I found that YouTube. I was just paging on YouTube and I saw the one channel was talking about what's going on on Osmosis. I'm like, what is going on on Osmosis? I was like, I didn't know there was anything going on. Was and, that Tank Stream? Yeah, it was Tank's Tank Stream. Yeah, yeah. he had uh, he had Jacob from from Notional on. And they were they were just discussing it kind of like because it was fresh. It was like around 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, I try to join on new streams when I can. Yeah, it was very inf- and, and you know, Jacob was very. Um, he's got so much good information, and he's His about. Buses back me up, dude. Why are there so many dangerous buses? Do what? I couldn't hear you. His his bus analogy cracked me up. I was like, why are there so many dangerous buses in the ecosystem? Yeah, I I don't think I caught that one, but he he was definitely trying. He was using the ATM analogy too, and then but wait, this, Gritz, Gritz, can you hit me? I want to hear that one. I, I, what's the analogy there? 
Oh, bus, it, I can imagine almost. Just there's so many just buses hitting people. Like he just kept saying it. It was like hilarious. You think about yeah, you no. think about what's happened in the ecosystem for like the, since like when was the Juno whale drama? Like that seems like it was forever ago, but it was only like two months ago, right? I know. So you had the Juno whale drama, all that craziness, and then you know Terra was a month ago, the implosion. You know, it's it has been a lot of bus bus train wrecks. You know, but overall, this osmosis thing. I think is, you know, today it is news, but I, I think, you know, going down, you know, four months from now, it'll be like, it will, it'll be like, okay, yeah, there was a bug and there was a small exploit and it happened. But, you know, I guess for anyone listening, I think it could have been a lot worse. I mean, would you agree with that, Timmy and uh, Greg? I think, I yeah, think like sure. that's something that feels like people throw it around to sort of minimize, minimize, you know, panic and damage. But, in this case, I think it's actually very much true because most the way crypto has worked in my experience and not across the board, there are certainly projects that get it right and, you know, never miss a beat <clears throat> chain link. Um, but for the most part, like something happens along uh, these basically startup decentralized startups for lack of a, a better way to phrase it. So like there are going to be exploits and issues and Many times I've seen an exploit that, you know, if it happened today when like the osmosis did or last night or whenever, um, we wouldn't be having this talk right now. The the platform would be closed or it would be just straight draining to zero, going to be at complete zero by the end of the week, whatever. So if anything, I think a small-ish exploit and issue like this is going to scare and shock the uh, not just the osmosis team but the entire decentralized development community around it everybody who pushes code commits and contributes it's going to scare them into being more cognizant and vigilant moving forward and more thorough maybe look into more like uh outside code auditors whatever it might be the fact that you know osmos still above a dollar right now well i guess we don't really know cuz exchange is down but Yes, not only could this have been much worse, but it's during a bear market when TVL is pretty low in Osmo's relative infancy. We're, we're all so used to Osmo, but please think about the grand scheme of things. Uniswap, whether you want to compare it to other uh, projects like Uniswap or even just thinking about what is to come on Osmosis. We only have one thing right now, the DEX, and we all know there's so much coming. So for this to kind of be gotten out of the way with now, removes some level of cockiness and just like oh this is this awesome dex nothing has ever gone wrong you can just push these updates not to say they did it carelessly i didn't review the code i don't know i'm not accusing anyone but this will help uh, in future to ensure that things are looked at with a actually closer J eye. jacob actually pointed out that uh, there was code audits done and they're obviously all automated and they didn't catch that issue so I don't know if there needs to be some manual code reviewer or something that goes on, but I'm sure that will be happening more. I'm just yeah. going to keep telling yeah, projects to use Certic until they start listening. Yeah, for, for anyone that doesn't know, my basic understanding of it is like whenever you're doing a software upgrade like this, there's other software that you can run the code on, and that software will try to flag 
the the error and the bugs. Have you guys uh, uh, have you guys seen any code yeah. auditing services for smart contracts for Cosm Wasm yet? I haven't. Certic. Certic runs a chain in the Cosmos called Shentu Shield, and I always shout I've them out to people. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know, like, so C-E-R-T-I-K. Um, their chain is an interesting thing. It's not too important. Shen 2 Shield is the chain. But, uh, yeah, like, there are definitely code auditors uh, out there for Cosmos, and there'll definitely be more. But I think you're right, Mayor, in that in this case, it was probably that it wasn't a human audit. It was a, an automated one that, you know, as good as AI and like coding. So like, he, here's the way I anticipate just automated things like that um, going forward, evolving, like as AI gets integrated into code and stuff, it's going to get to the point where, you know, a one of these scripts, call it an AI or not, that that does kind of automated code auditing we'll be able to catch and like find and notice things that a human probably wouldn't or notice like weird edge cases. But at the same time, I think there will always be some things that it won't think of because like, maybe not always, maybe far in the future, it'll match the level of human creativity. But like sometimes there's just absolutely no replacement for a human, preferably, you know, this is really hard to come by an X like black hat hacker who like actually knows how to look at something from an attack perspective. And uh, that can do like a level of, of auditing that, you know, an automated bot never could. Um, apparently apparently all, the, all the losses uh, will be recovered. Osmosis just posted. Beautiful. Do you want to pin that up here? I don't, I don't know how to pin things. I'll send it to the... Yeah, send, send it to Timmy, but... You know, cool. an, another thing is, um, I think we'll get a lot more debriefing um, in a couple days. Uh, you know, Sonny is speaking at Consensus, like on Friday or Saturday. And, um, you know, Decentral was going on, uh, well, today, is, today is Wednesday. Decentral was Tuesday, Wednesday. Then Consensus is like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So this will give Sonny a couple days to debrief with the team. And I think we'll get a lot more information, but <laughs> note, note to team, um, let's not do a software upgrade, uh, the week of a conference that this. <laughs> yeah. That just seems like, uh, either complete oversight or a bit of what I mentioned earlier, which is some level of cockiness, not like overt, not malicious, but just like everything's gone so well, we can multitask, we can stack, stack these things. We don't need to give it full priority, like even if it's just subconscious, you know. Yeah. But back to your point, Tim, um, you know, Osmosis is still under a year. It has not had its one year birthday yet. Um, you know, that's that's like um, today's the eighth. So we're like a week off, a week and 10 days, 10, 11 days from Osmosis's birthday. So we're still under a year. Um, another thing is the way the, um, the, the crypto detectives were on top of this and tracking down the wallets. Like, I just think this, this makes, you know, if, if regulation is going to come down the pipeline sooner or later, we don't know if it's going to be this year, next year, or three years from now. But, um, you know, first they're, pro they're going to deal with the stable coins, the regulators. I mean, that's, that's probably going to happen this year. But it's like this just goes to prove that when when something bad happens, 
it is so traceable right now. You can just track the track the wallets down. And the way this was tracked down within a day, let, let me tell you something. I, I know people who work at Discover and they work in the um, some of the, the, the departments that try to track stuff down. It takes those guys weeks to try to track down, you know, one, one account that's been co- compromised. Do we have any guess even why they didn't just use secret to move the funds out? Yeah. And maybe not, even all, maybe not, even, maybe not even all in one go because that is pretty traceable, you know, a huge chunk of funds in 10 minutes later out, but like just store it in secret and take it out in little pieces as necessary. Like that almost makes me think, Maybe they thought they could take it out as fast as possible and get plane tickets and just be out, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. Alternatively, maybe whoever else participated in this. um, I don't really know Fireside or Firestake too well, so maybe it applies to them too, but maybe they aren't really cosmonauts and they didn't even like think about secret. Well, as if people didn't need another reason to not like this joint, right? I, I don't actually know. I'm not doubting you, but I don't want to throw around like FUD. Like, I don't. Is there a relation between Firestake and SIFTchain? They're the validator for SIFTchain, from my understanding. I thought they validated on a couple chains. I could be wrong, though. I thought I had seen them around. Maybe I'm wrong. But yeah, SIFTchain. Yeah. SIFTchain's always involved in. Or. Don't even want to say that. No. They always seem to be adjacent to shenanigans. Yeah, yeah, but they, we, we don't want to cor- you don't want to correlate, you know, an entire chain with exactly. that mm-hmm. So let, let's just anyways, back to my point, Timmy, I was talking about like, you know, regulation and regulators like like to me this just shows that in the future are there's going to be crypto detectives, <laughs> don't you think? Like maybe within a year, like people Oh, if anybody if anybody on Twitter is not already following Zach, like Zach XVT do you, do you follow him? No, no. Okay, Zach, Z-A-C-H-X-B-T. No underscore, no nothing. Just Zach XBT. Literally all he does, and it is so entertaining to watch. He just sleuths on rug pulls and scammers and YouTubers that do... Does he have a podcast? Uh, very possible. I, but, I just kind of follow him on Twitter. But, but what, I, what I'm telling you is that is, that is going to be a highly value. That's going to be a very, value, very valuable... Um, it's funny. Bounty hunting is going to come back in fashion. Well, that and crypto <laughs> wallet detectives, like no, like, that's what I mean. Like yeah, new uh, age web three okay, bounty uh, yeah. hunting of of tracking down the digital. Oh, well, bou- uh, yeah, digital crypto bounty. Yeah, bounty hunter. Like yeah, yeah, yeah like uh, a th- million dollars was 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 exploited or you know taken out of this whatever you know protocol. And it's it's been moved around, you know. It's like if anyone can find out where where the the tokens have landed, we'll we'll give you a uh, a fifty thousand dollar bounty. That's what you're saying. Got it? Yeah, exactly. Just sort of tracking down um, some of the software like that is already out there is awesome. Like you'll see in Zach XBT's posts, and even some of the stuff uh, our own community comes up with, like. Joe Abbey has some really cool tools, but it's just really cool ways to visualize money moving around on a change. So you can see like, okay, pops from this address to this address, which then circles back to the second address, whatever it might be. Um, and yeah, it does help you. 
it does think- help you wonder, right, how governments think that crypto is such an effective and helpful way to launder money. Like outside of Monero and Secret, I, I, I kind of just do feel like we're in this massive psyop where <laughs> where the government makes blockchain. They're pretending like ago, it. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, like 12 years ago, yeah, you could use Bitcoin without a ledger and all that, but now it's all different. No, but even then, just the nature of blockchain, right? It is literally a, a Fed's wet dream. Like I, well, I always have this thought. They always like promote. Everybody was promoting, and it. it's like, oh, you can be a, a way to be anonymous, and that's like completely not what anybody says. No, <laughs> it lets you pay people that normal uh, payment infrastructures wouldn't allow. Like that's what it was mainly popular for back then, Silk Road and type stuff, which got very much conflated with anonymity, you know? Um, yeah, like, I, I do wonder, I don't know. A, a blockchain actually at the end of the day, at the end of the day, is a government's wet dream, like in every sense. And I almost wonder if they were like, yo, yeah. the people will revolt if we use this blockchain tech to like rule everything. Here's what we got to do. Let's make a decentralized version of it and psyop them to think that it's a grassroots movement. <laughs> yeah, you never know. But anyways, um, I see Tanks in the audience and shout out to him for doing the uh, hour and 29 minute um, uh, interview earlier today on YouTube. That, that was some good stuff. I only caught about 20 minutes of it. but um, Yeah, I appreciate it. That was great. Yeah, it, it was some good stuff. That that's what that's that's how that's how I found out about it. Like I said, it wasn't until like eleven thirty um, earlier today that I was just streaming on YouTube, and um, I saw I saw he was discussing it with um, with Jacob and a couple a couple other people, which was really good. And anyways, but yeah, Timmy, like there's going to be crypto detectives. I I feel, and I, that's going to be a very highly sought after. Um, very valuable um, talent to have because this is just, there's so much, I mean, if you know the technology and you know the way crypto works, then yeah, it's easy to track stuff down. But if you're not on MintScan every day, then it's, it's kind of all a bunch of, you know, well, what the heck is this wallet address and how do I track that? You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I guess. So I actually am going to be spinning up a different space at the top of the hour here to just do a sort of AMA with uh, the projects I've been working on, Spark and Interchain Info. Um, so between now and then, I really want to like open it up. I don't know, Hank, if you want to come up, talk about anything, if anyone has any questions about anything we've rambled about today or anything else Cosmos related, like uh, always want to make sure I get people's questions answered on these Wednesday sessions. Hank, Hank's Discord got invaded by Bob. <laughs> really? Yeah. What happened there? There. Hey, 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 Give us the breakdown, Tank. What happened? <laughs> hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, yeah. No. First, I just want to say to, to everybody involved uh, that was working on the issues at hand over the past, oh gosh, twelve, fifteen, whatever hours, uh, over the past twenty-four hours. Uh, like, kudos to everybody uh, that was out there. You know doing what needed to be done to address the issue uh, before it got any worse. Uh, And it has been very interesting to see things transpire over the course of the day. It has been so interesting. And I apologize. I couldn't uh, catch the the beginning part of this uh, 
this space uh, was was on call with a bunch of other things. Um, but yeah, I just kind of want to just shout out to that, kind of like we said in the stream today. Because, you know, it's amazing, uh, no matter how many hurdles uh, that seems to be falling upon us over the past six months or so, uh, specifically how the Cosmos ecosystem uh, has dealt with it. It's It's been nothing short of amazing, in my humble opinion. I know it's not what we want to see, but honestly, guys, uh, like we were saying in our Discord and on the stream, you know, progress is a lot of times accompanied with friction and that's just how the space moves. It's not fluid. It's not, you know, easy peasy. It's not a joy ride or anything like that. Progression is very, very hard. It's rugged. It's, 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 you know, they're static. You, you grind through it a lot of the times. Uh, and what we're going through right now, in my humble opinion, is a lot of growing pains. And we're only going to come out of this stronger on the other side when, once all of this settles, which might be a little while, admittingly. But once it does, I think, you know, it's only going to make us stronger. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, so I just kind of want to say that first and foremost. Uh, and again, people like yourselves, you know, and, and I appreciate the praise, guys, but like people like yourselves, people like Rama and people that are out there, uh, you know, doing the work. And I just recently, while I was on that call, uh, I think I just saw, again, it was Notional and uh, a bunch of other people, uh, Reese and Golden Ratio uh, staking. Uh, they were talking kind of like, you know, just following the bread trail uh, of what happening. So, you know, like that, it's just amazing. It, it is absolutely amazing. It kind of goes into uh, the part that I did catch just recently that you were talking about, Timmy, where it's like, it's it's fascinating to me how the government looks at it when it would be, you know, in my opinion, and like you just said, kind of like their wet dream, their, their wet dream situation. Like it's, it's just, it's, it's funny, but yeah, no, uh, uh I just kind of want to jump in real quick and, and talk about it. I, I It's unfortunate, but hey, we're growing, guys. We're growing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I agree with that, Tank. And it's also, I think people need to put this into perspective. It's, it's This stuff happens to other DEXs. This is not the first time a bug has been found in, in software. This stuff happened. This stuff's happened in Uniswap, I believe. I'm not exactly sure, but I think V1. I know PancakeSwap probably. I mean, I'm not sure. Does anyone remember? But I mean, so like know. not this exact thing, but like pretty much every protocol I can think of has had some like hiccup along the way. Like sizes, sizes of those hiccups are different. Um, brand scheme, we're going to look back. This one's pretty small, actually. But yeah, absolutely. This is not unique to osmosis. <laughs> and uh, and the, the real like bugs and exploits are the ones you either don't catch until it's too late or as soon as people start talking about it on Twitter, it's already too late and your your funds are gone. So, like, that's not at all the case here. Uh, yeah, totally different. Like, hopefully no one's freaking out too much. There's so much drama going on across not just the cosmos, but the world. I don't think this is one more thing you really need to add to your stress list, to be honest. I, 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 I hope. <laughs> but um, S Beers Club. That you popped up here. I, I love the account. Secret Beer Club, Dow Funded Beer Rewards. I'm following. Yo, what's going on? You got hey, me. I heard you talking about uh, staking derivatives as NFTs earlier with Omniflix. And I was wondering um, if maybe you could kind of just expand. I w wish I could sit on the conversation with you know, maybe you and Sisla just to kind of hear the ideas you're talking about. Because I think the idea of using liquid staking derivatives 
as an NFT for loans is really interesting where you're kind of issued out the loan as an NFT that represents the value of this liquid stake derivative and then to actually you know, possibly sell um, you know, the NFT off if you had to on um, an open market to exchange. Um, so wondering like where you, um, you could maybe point me in a direction to maybe learn more about uh, NFTs in the DeFi um, more than just lending because most of the, the searches and information you find about Say again. Sorry? Is that the same Chisla from Bitsaw? No, uh, different. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, at least yeah. I don't think I don't know. I don't know who's on the Bitsong team, to be honest. So they're, they're another project that's doing pretty experimental stuff with MFDs. So. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know about them at all, Espier? Uh, I. Uh, know a little bit about it. i think they're more um music driven um yeah just in terms of doing cool stuff with nfts though yeah i'm more interested in kind of you know representing them as the um, yeah assets that you were talking about earlier yeah so i guess i'll first like say uh just like a second level regurgitation this is actually an idea from larry zero x um a validator and builder of a lot of cool projects and protocols so he he brought this up with me the other day and I tried my best to wrap my brain around it and I, I definitely understand enough to like talk about it and bring it up. But if you like push on certain questions, I'll probably be like, I don't know, I gotta ask him. But yeah, so the general idea is for liquid staking. Um rather than represent them with fungible assets like uh you know what's what's i forget what persistence is thing b or let's just use luna examples like luna or b luna b luna was representative of a luna that was staked but it was a coin that you could trade around and you would still get the the staking rewards trickled in but you know it was liquid so you could sell it you could trade it to another one of your wallets do whatever um for the most part that's how all liquid staking protocols are made um and larry I guess one thing I'm unclear on is what the inherent benefit is. Um, I'm sure there are some, but it's not super apparent to me. But in instead of representing those staked assets uh, with fungible tokens, meaning any B Luna is the same as any other, same as any Bitcoin, same as any other fungible, then to do them with NFTs instead, non-fungibles. So I think the idea there would be because they would be unique to each person, they, they can't be fungible. So it would be something like your account, your wallet has one or many. You could pick in Larry's model, you you could have multiple. It would support it. Uh, NFTs that represent your shaking, uh, staking share and various amounts of it. So let's say you had uh, 100 different coins. Uh, on three different chains, so you had like 100 Atom, 100 Secret, 100 Osmo. Um, and then on each of those chains, you were staked with two different validators. Let's say Bob and Alice on each chain. So you have 50 of each coin with each of these validators on each chain. You could configure your NFT when you uh, first enter into staking and mint your NFT liquid staking derivative. Uh, how you would want this uh, split up to to be represented by NFTs. So like you could either have one NFT that represents all 300 of your coins across three different chains, two different validators, 
Um, or you could maybe do one NFT for each chain. So this NFT represents all of my assets staked on secret, both with Bob and Alice. Or you could do them per validator. So this is my NFT that represents all my assets staked with Bob on all chains. Uh, or just get custom with it. So like here's my NFT that represents 50 staked Adam, 20 Juno to this validator, 30 Osmo to that, whatever. Um, and so then at face value, you can like just trade those around. You get some of the liquid benefit. Um, you you can't like sell them the same way on a DEX, right? Because they're non-fungible. So you can't just put a price on one of these NFTs because they're all different. Uh, I think the model he more so imagines is an infrastructure built around these NFTs such that let's say I had all of mine in one NFT, all of my coins that were staked. I could do what technically under the hood uh, would be called, I think a forge. There's two terms, forge and merge that I get mixed up. So don't quote me on this, but um, there is an action under the hood you can do where your NFTs would kind of combine and like swap data to create two new ones. And so, but what it would effectively look like to the end user is just giving some of your liquid staked asset. So again, back to the example, I have 300 coins across three chains, two validators, and I have it all represented by one NFT. Let's say I wanted to just give my 100 atom away to my friend, or maybe even sell it on some kind of protocol, but that would require crazy infrastructure. What would happen under the hood, it would seem like I'm just sending him my 100 staked atom. But actually, like my NFT and whichever one he wanted to merge it with, or I guess he could create a new one in theory, um, would go through a process where like data is transferred between them. And the end result is I now have a new NFT that no longer has the representation of those hundred staked atom, whereas his old NFT is updated or he got a brand new NFT minted that now includes those atom derivatives that i like sent him um that was that's my best effort at sort of explaining it all the way through thought process uh half of that was me kind of thinking aloud as, as i talked through it because uh larry's a much smarter man than than i so i was trying to wrap my head around it as he was talking about it but does that more or less make sense yours club yeah yeah i understand you know, kind of that aspect you know mending it or you know you're transferring the data from one side to the other i was really just kind of wondering more on um use cases because it sounds like you've made something simple you know there's a project on secret network called stake easy where um all ibc coins will be liquid staking derivatives with governance i believe as well so i'm just kind of wondering like your example seems basic and pretty straightforward in, in my opinion but i was just kind of wondering where where you take it from there, you know, if you are able to, you know, bond an asset and then take out the loan and the loan is represented as an NFT. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't ahead. think the word loan belongs in this conversation. I might be wrong, but like, maybe it's technically sort of a loan, but I think that's sort of the wrong way to think about it, just for other people, at least, if, if you want to think about it that way obviously i'm talking more of like a lending protocol using a liquid so taking the nft liquid derivatives and lending those 
Um, I'm I'm fascinated with using liquid staking derivatives with I don't want to take up all your time going to your show. So liquid staking derivatives um, for lending protocols where they're kind of self-paying loans, you know, if the price was to be stable. Ah, but, yeah, yeah. So maybe this isn't exactly what you mean, but just a cool idea. Like, tell me if I'm on the right track. You know, this this liquid staking derivative, whether it's an NFT or not, um, is representative of something that's generating rewards. So if you used it as collateral for like, let's say a loan, you could set up a system where your loan pays itself off with the income generated from those those rewards, something kind of like that. Yeah, or or you know the the money you'd be taking out, you'd be the money you'd be borrowing. I guess that would probably be the best way to oh, say. Oh, so the way you're borrowing, it, and then you can sell the NFT on a market um, because it, well, it would have face value at that point. Have you heard of uh, Kinetic? Uh, is this the one? There were so many protocols floating around. I think Kinetic Money on Luna. Is that right? Yeah, it was, it was kinetic. Yeah. So what they they did is they would let you take out a loan on your future interest that you would generate from your deposit. Um. Yeah. So kind of right in that realm. I don't. I don't know what they're doing now post Terra, but um. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna have to wrap this space up, guys. I'm gonna actually fire up another one on the Spark IBC account in a second here. But uh, if anyone had questions, you know, maybe we didn't get to, feel free to DM me as always. Um, this has been great. We will see you next Wednesday and hope to see um, some of you over in the AMA. So have a good night, everyone. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Cosmos Spaces Cosmonaut Bootcamp, hosted by Tendermint Timmy, recorded on Wednesday, June 8th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Now, if you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, handed reports in the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch Dope shit, spitting facts with my vision smashed Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastise into digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of peck of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at their dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two 
Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Imagine a world in which an old dying man's last dying wish is fulfilled. Alexa, can you play that one sci-fi space where he clowned all the Safe Moon and XRP bag holders and then told everyone to buy Luna because it was going to a thousand? I'm, I'm confused why we're not talking about the fact that you can easily like. 300x your money on XRP. Like, you know, I son, I remember a time. Alexa, enough. I'm trying to reminisce now. I remember a time before Terra Spaces existed when things that were said on random Twitter spaces would just get lost to the proverbial black hole of time. Time. That's the best bet. Uh, why isn't Luna in wind turbines? Hey, guys, though? I'm reading all about these wind guys, turbines. Guys, do you mind if I explain Cardano a little bit? Because I've been in Cardano since like 2018, and I can't give you a full breakdown. Um, Just when you thought it was safe to shill shit coins. Oh my god, you guys. I don't know what to do. So much blood. It's so red. From the creators of Your Exit Liquidity, in association with We All Love to Hear Ourselves Talk, Inc. For more information, go to terraspaces.org slash donate. Terraspaces.